Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Starting Small, a podcast about brand development, entrepreneurship, and innovation in the modern world. In this podcast, I'm joined by Colin Castrina. Colin has taken the digital world by storm using the app TikTok to build a network for himself. Hello, and thank you for joining the Starting Small podcast. I'm with Colin Castrina. Colin is a young entrepreneur who's been taking the digital networking world to the extreme. Colin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Cameron. How are you? Doing pretty good. Thanks for joining me. It means a lot. Yeah, thank you. I'm really excited. Absolutely. So there's this app called TikTok that has been taking off. Within the past year, we've been seeing entrepreneurs really take advantage of this. And before then, it was seemed to be just a app known for young kids that was used for dancing and different trends. And it's pretty interesting how you have taken this app and you found a way to network and build and really build a following on there. And I just kind of want to hear a little bit about your process. Like, where were you when this started and when did you start TikTok? Yeah, that's a great question. So with TikTok over the past year, my feelings have completely changed 100%, if not 100,000%. So basically on Instagram, I would see videos taking, taken from TikTok and posted onto Instagram. And they would be duet videos of people doing some funny stuff. And I thought all the app was, was dancing and or duet videos, which if you go on the TikTok app, you'll see pretty frequently. And I thought this app can't really be taken seriously. What's the, what's the point of it? Is it just like a uh, thriller or musically? Obviously yeah. it was musically. And then my friend in about the, in late fall or early fall, he was talking about TikTok, how one of his friends who was younger than me was able to have a video with 4 million views and he was getting all these followers. He had about 4,000 followers. He ended up, he's at about like 78,000 followers. Doesn't post anymore, but I saw him do that. And I was like, wow, this is ridiculous. Like everyone's going to think he's famous and all cool. (laughs) And I was like, and I kept telling him, I was like, I, cause the type of content I post and what I do, I can't really post stupid stuff. Otherwise I'm not going to be taken too seriously. So I'm going to have to find a way to make, TikTok, well, not even serious, but at least respectable and me doing something that's uh, productive and valuable to other people and in the business niche, because that's how I need people to view me and take my content as. So yeah, taking TikTok from a dancing app to making it anything you want is becoming more and more easy because other people are trying to make it for cooking, skateboarding, uh, entrepreneurship, marketing, any other thing. It's being easier and easier to get to go viral on different things besides, you know, certain dancing or uh, duets. Absolutely. So when did you start the app exactly? Around what time? So I had, I downloaded the app in August and then I posted a few videos, really simple ones that got like a thousand views. I posted a few with like some like Lamborghinis and stuff. One (laughs) of them got, I think it's like a six second long video and it's just me getting in the car, turning on the car and revving it. And it had like 130,000 views. And at that point, at that moment, I was like, wow, I'm famous. I am yeah. going to LA. This is it. And then, yeah. And then I had another one right after that. It was me flying to Dallas and I had a video of me recording a thunderstorm in the plane and people thought it was crazy. And that, that, did, that did about half a million views. So I was like, wow, I'm, wow. this is, I am Oprah. So um, <laughs> that's what really got started. And then I stopped and didn't post for a couple months after that. Kind of describe your process of growth. So 
within like a week, within like a month, and then within six months, how were numbers climbing? And it obviously depended on each post because some posts could get more views than others. So explain your current following ratio and then back then to now. Yeah, for sure. So in August, when I had those one-off videos go viral, and I called them one-off videos because they weren't really repeatable or yeah. went viral for any specific way, they just happened to go viral. So I had about I had 970 followers, and I was following about 10 to 20 people. And then when I started going serious, I thought, because I thought, okay, because I was talking to my friend, I said, imagine what it would be like to have 10,000 followers on an app. That would be the craziest thing. <laughs> 10,000 people following you for just yeah. living your life, posting videos, posting content. And I used to be obsessed with Vine in seventh grade. I went crazy on Vine. So to have this idea on, on TikTok, to be successful on TikTok was just, it was super cool. We just joked around about it. And then later that day, I posted my first entrepreneurship video, January 1st, 2020. That video got... 4 million views and I was driving to a wrestling tournament and my friends are joking around like, Oh, Colin, you're, you're at 2000 followers. And then later in the day, Colin, you have 3000 followers. And then I told my coach, I'm like, coach, look, I just gained 3000 followers on this app. He's like, what is TikTok?" And then, so my first video got me about 6,000 followers. And then the next day I posted another video. That one did really well as well. So then I just kept climbing and climbing. So it's kind of just a snowball. Once you get your first viral video that is repeatable, you'll mm -hmm. notice a ton of followers start to roll in. You're starting to build your snowball. I posted every single day, uh, pretty much if not two a day, about business and entrepreneurship, staying in the niche. So everyone who followed me knew this is the content that I'm going to expect. And yeah. then it just started to build and build and build and build. And then there's a period, I would say between like, 30,000 followers and 70,000 followers where it's going to be a little frustrating because you're going to get a lot of likes. Your vi your uh, videos are going to get a lot of um, views, but you're going to notice you're not getting any followers. And that's the period where you just have to continue to post, continue to just enjoy your content and have fun with it yeah. because the followers are going to come around. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like putting a uh, down payment on followers. You're, you're getting all these likes, but you're not getting uh, anything back. And then you're gonna, your follower account's going to really start to explode. Yeah. What was that first video on January 1st? So it was on how to buy retail clothes. Uh, how to buy, uh, what was it? How to buy clothes under retail price. Part one. Okay. What, what did you do for that? So it was it, like a, a slideshow. Cause I, I've seen some of your videos and you make slideshows. And you just kind of describe, which is it's satisfying to the eye because it shows visually what they expect. And then you also talk about it. Yeah. So I found that the slideshow has worked really well with me. I don't have to look pretty in my videos. All I have to do is point. <laughs> so with, with that first video that went viral, I took a slideshow. I said, how to buy clothes under resale price. So I used like the David Dobrik clickbait model. <laughs> Where it's yeah. just, you have to really get their attention in the first three seconds. Otherwise, they don't want to watch it. Absolutely. If I don't want to watch my own video, then why why should other people? So I found bulkapparel.com, which was a way to buy clothes under retail price. So it was true. And then I had described in the short PowerPoint. So I went from the headline, the uh, main slide. I typed it in to, so they know what website to go to. And then I showed them, wow, you can actually do this. And then from there, that's pretty much all the video was. I added a trending sound, some trending hashtags. 
post it at a good optimized time and then let the algorithm do the rest and reply to all comments as much as I could. Yeah. Do you have a specific, like a specific time range or days that you like to post? I assume you like to post daily, but what about times? So I used to post daily until I ran out of video ideas, but <laughs> I would post around two to 3 PM. That seems to be the optimal posting time for my account. And that it varies for every, every person's account. Yeah. So make sure you're posting what's best for you because what works for me may not work for you. So around 2 to 3 p.m. worked the best for me. Okay. I haven't been able to study analytics on age and such like that yet, but I'm wondering with the entrepreneurship page, since it's not a dancing page, are you attracting younger kids still or do you have an audience of older and more business-minded? Are you able to see kind of what your audience is and what is the audience? So I can see, for the most part, the only way for me to see it is to look in the comment section. Yeah. And you're going to have a lot of comments where it's the uh, when people say first, second, early, hi, please reply, everything like that. And those people are usually 17-year-olds and under. And then you get a lot of those comments. Basically, those to make it relatable for other people in, on Instagram, those are the people that comment 4x. So if that makes sense, if you ever get the Forex comments where this oh, person changed my life. Yeah, the, the spam there ones. There you go. There you go. That's yep. that's the same on TikTok, but they really do help your algorithm. And yeah. It makes you feel kind of famous. So that that's the only perk of it. But um, I would say there's a – I would say I probably have one of the more older followings aside from people who post cooking and the like toy reviews for mothers – I've seen a few of those where it's like mothers talking about like what they do, how they parent their kid. Um, I would say the youngest followers would be like people who do like the memes, people who do duets and people do, who do dancing. But um, for, for entrepreneurship, I would say it's a good sweet spot for um, I'm getting more and more older followers. And I do, there are older people who DM me from on Instagram that are older with businesses and everything. So it works out pretty well. Nice. It's funny that you said the commenting and stuff and how that drives analytics and your numbers because last month I actually created a TikTok just for an experiment for one week and I made it very specific of what I was going to do. So I have a dry erase board in my basement. I set up the camera, set up lights, and I named this page, named this picture, and I would draw pictures and I would have my like the people who are viewing my post guess what I was drawing before I finished it. And what this did, it actually created like hundreds of kids to comment and try to like interact with my page because they wanted to see if they can guess it quick enough. And I, I gained a thousand followers in six days, just super or, like organically. And the organic each, growth is ridiculous. Yeah. Each post it's crazy because I'll have friends that get under like 500 views or even 60 views if it's a dud. And each post was doing over a thousand views, which was absolutely nuts. I haven't shared this yet. So this is the first time I actually shared this. Cause I'm hoping I'm making on, a video about this. Cameron's on TikTok. He has been exposed. Everyone go follow. <laughs> no, I actually, yeah, no, it's crazy because that's what it's all about is the interaction that you're getting between your fans and your page. And that page is a perfect example because it required my audience to comment because that's what the whole topic was about of my page was, can you guess what the picture is? Yeah. You had a call to action, which people literally are boosting the algorithm for you, which is incredible. Yeah. And they love it as well because they are very, very active, unlike Instagram or other pages where people can just look at your post and be like, oh, that's a really cute picture. And then keep scrolling on TikTok. 
they yeah. want to interact with the post. They want to share it with people. If it's funny, if it's aesthetically pleasing, if it shares value with them, we're some, drawing something like that. That's super cool because it's different. I haven't seen anyone else do yeah. that. So they want to comment. They want to be first because that's the TikTok culture of trying to be early on post to comment. Yeah. It's funny because I logged back in yesterday, actually, and I see like a bunch of comments of <laughs> people asking where I'm at and asking when I'm going to do another live stream because they want me back and they want me to do more. So I might have to hop back on it for that reason. I was definitely going to hop on TikTok for my entrepreneurship side on my business, but the drawing page, it's doing well and I, I might be onto something, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to LA, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... With your TikTok, have you noticed any opportunities open up? I know like networking, any sponsorships oh, for sure. or sure. Yeah. Um, so with with podcasting, I manage my dad's podcast actually. It was in the former top ten on iTunes, gets a bunch of downloads monthly. So wow. I already was doing a bunch of networking over direct messages. That's why I literally go to bed at like two, three, four in the morning. Cause I'm, that's the optimal time for me to do my work. It's, I just call it the Floyd Mayweather schedule where yep. that's the best time for me to network and meet different people that would be very, very, very high level people to get on this podcast. So that's the best time for me to do like networking for Instagram. And then with TikTok, I found that, um, people with millions of followers, they followed me. I followed them. We've talked or brands. It's, it's a lot of leverage if you have a lot of followers on a platform, even if it's still, even, even if it's still TikTok, people are respecting it more and more and you can use it to your benefit. For example, if you know, do you know Zachary Babcock? I've heard the name. So he has, an, he has an incredible story. Uh, absolutely amazing guy. He has 60 or 70,000 followers on TikTok or it's like 30,000, uh, one or the other. But he was following me. I didn't know that. And I was watching his videos all the time. I was like, this guy's awesome. And then I followed him. And then I saw that he followed me back. We were friends. I messaged him. And then we started talking on Instagram direct message. And then we got him on the podcast for an interview. So there's just a lot of examples on how you can make connections over TikTok. And then if you have a call to action to get people to direct message you on Instagram, people will go and direct message you on Instagram. We can start talking to them there. You can message brands if you have it, if you're good at Instagram direct message, which is literally a whole different skill. And that's like an art form. And um, you can leverage your followers and brands will respond to you. I've had a bunch of verified brands, different types of brands come to me. I turned down probably 98% of them because I don't want to be just absolutely cashing out on my audience. Yeah. But um, you can use your, your following for really good things if you want to promote brands that you truly believe in. Like, for example, I'm going to be promoting uh, Narrowgum. Oh, dude, no way. I'm actually having him on my podcast in like a week or two. That is sick. That's yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Did you, get, did you get free samples or anything? Yeah, they're they're on their way. Oh, same. Yeah, we got to do a, uh, a YouTube video on that, see how they go. Hold dude, on. yeah, we should. They look good. They're very aesthetically pleasing. So I'll, I'll be promoting those on TikTok and YouTube and probably Instagram as well. So there's just sick. a bunch of different things that you can do. Um, influencer wise, if you want to be a true influencer or just business, if you want to be like, you know, help businesses grow their TikTok, et cetera. Yeah, for sure. In your opinion, what would you rank social platforms like a hierarchy with Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and others? The top four, what would you say? Number one being the best? Probably Pinterest. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> number one, if I'll do. 
I'll do one ranking for which one I would like to have the most followers on. And then I would do another one for what I think would pay off for the most people. So I think the biggest return would be YouTube. If you are good on YouTube, YouTube is not for everyone. I'm not the best on YouTube to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is weird because I loved Vine, I love TikTok, I love making the short form videos that are just easy. They they're like quick cuts. But YouTube has been not the easiest for me. But I think YouTube has the most the most upsides, as in like Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and everything. You need to reach out to brands. They need to reach out to you where you're doing everything on a ambassador type of style versus on YouTube, YouTube and Google AdSense directly pays you. Yeah. So I think that's what's best about YouTube. And then second would be Instagram. Instagram is awesome. I help grow people's Instagrams. I love Instagram, but um, I would say YouTube would be first. Instagram would be second because Instagram, there's still so much leverage if you have a lot of followers. And if you're verified, sure. if you're verified, it's, it's game over. You can oh, do a lot huge. of things where um. I help manage a verified account right now. And it's just literally, you can message most people and they are 100% going to answer you. Yeah. And then after that, I would do TikTok and then Facebook. I'm not a big Facebook person, <laughs> 19 years old. I know Facebook is great. It's just not where I like to hang out at. I agree. And I yeah. think TikTok, TikTok is so much easier to grow worse. Facebook and everything like that. People, Facebook doesn't want your videos to go viral. Facebook doesn't want... Uh, people to see your views. They want you to boost everything where TikTok wants you to succeed. Yeah. Um, YouTube's a fun platform. Instagram is a very aesthetically pleasing platform where you can easily sell products and services. So to me, Facebook obviously is great. They own Instagram, but that would be on the bottom of the poll for me. So it'd be YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And I think that's the same for other people as well. Gotcha. I, I've read some articles about TikTok possibly replacing Instagram. Do you think this would ever happen? Not replacing, but I mean like kind of fogging up Instagram where it's becoming forgotten and things moving to TikTok. Do you think that there's any way of that? So yeah, I've definitely had a bunch of conversations on this topic. This is a really, really interesting one. And it's, it becomes more interesting as TikTok gets bigger and more accepted. Yeah. Um, So I would say that that Instagram, because they have done so well, starting to integrate with like e-commerce, having shopping tabs and um, prices on their, on their um, if you go to like a fashion page and anything like that, if you see prices pop up, um, have you ever seen any of those? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I yeah. think Instagram has been so beneficial for businesses where it's, it's super helpful for businesses and because it's helpful for businesses, then people are going to stick on that and they're going to push a lot of advertising on it. And people still have fun just scrolling through like normal still pictures, nicely edited pictures, simple old memes. But I think TikTok, people are starting to spend more time and they enjoy TikTok more. Or Instagram is mainstream and is just a great app. It's traditional. It's it's just the, uh, the blue chip app right now. Mm-hmm. And TikTok is the the uh, hotshot, but I think TikTok is going to be more and more and more accepted, and then older people are going to get on it, and then there's going to be a demographic change where it's just going to be older people on it, which is going to be great for um, like entrepreneurship pages and everyone else for it to be accepted. I think yeah. TikTok is going to be still a big threat and continue to threaten Instagram. I just think right now Instagram is it's too big and helpful for businesses. If 
if Instagram wasn't as helpful for businesses right now, I would say they would be in a world of pain. But I just think Instagram's at a really nice point right now. Even though they did have, I think, their first their first year under two digits, uh, double digits, and like downloads or whatever across the world where TikTok blew them out of the water and downloads and uh, app time. But yeah, I think I think Instagram is still fine for the time being and and TikTok will just continue to gain traction. Yeah, for sure. With that being said, what do you think the retention rates are? Do you think TikTok will remain for the next 10 years, five years? I mean, it's it's very hard to guess on this, but I'm just with you yeah. being on a, on a daily, daily basis almost. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to get on TikTok at first because I thought, what if I yeah. get 5 million followers and then it gets deleted like Vine because I was obsessed with Vine. With Vine, I would go to my friend's house in seventh grade every single day. We would make so many Vines. I was like, wow, dude, we have a thousand followers. We don't follow anyone. We are cool. So I was scared for TikTok to be one of those apps again where it's you build up a huge following and then boom, bankrupt. They don't have any money. They're gone. So I think TikTok has, I think they're going to have a make or break year at some point. I'm not sure when, probably in the next two years where it's if their audience doesn't get older and older, (laughs) um, then they'll pro and um, I mean, I know they're making a lot of money, which is awesome to know that like they're actually making money. Yes. Which uh, because they sell like coins and stuff that you can donate on live streams and they're they have a lot of advertisers. So I think they'll be fine. So I would say five years. I would say I w- it'll be around for like five years. Yeah, that's fair. Have you ever done a live stream yourself? Oh, I live streams. I do those instead of making a video. So if I don't have a video idea for the day, I'll go live. And lives are really fun because the people are so interactive. Whereas if you go live on Instagram, you'll get like three three viewers yeah. and um people just sit there and watch it like you'll try to talk to them and they won't say anything you're like i thought we were friends we yeah yeah but uh, <laughs> on in, on tiktok people will donate you money um i don't do it for the money but it's just funny to see that people literally sit there and just pay you to go live it's crazy and then people will dm you on instagram dude why'd you in your live that was so fun and um it's just a lot of fun because i'll get like 100 viewers so it's just it's really cool to see like your followers actually in front of you talking to you yeah. So the live streams, I would say the live streams are really fun. It's exciting kind of like hearing you talk about this because I made a post a couple of weeks ago on my business page about businesses needing to hop on TikTok because it's definitely the future. And I don't know if you watch Gary Vee, but he he really elaborates on this a lot. And I had a couple of people comment. They said, I don't know if I would take anyone serious if they were on TikTok. So I had to get in like a, a kind of a big feud, not in like a feud where it was like noticeable, but I just kind of explained my reasoning and stuff. Isn't that funny? Was that on TikTok? Was the argument on TikTok? No, no. Oh. It, was, it was on Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to explain. I don't know if I would trust a lawyer making jokes on TikTok, but if you can get on there and make yourself credible while being serious, it's definitely the, the app you need to hop on. So if you keep waiting... Did they have you, a lot of followers on Instagram, if you know? It, no, no. It was like... Uh, a thousand I, it was like a thousand something I'm not yeah because sure. i can guarantee you if they're bashing the crap out of one social media platform they suck on all the others yeah I, um, I i agree so yeah that was really interesting just kind of hearing that story because I'm, I'm sure in like a year or two he's going to see that tiktok's going to be at the top yeah he's gonna be like wow i missed i messed up on he'll probably still hate it um, oh yeah closed-minded thinker not successful <laughs> type 
But uh, yeah. yeah, I made a video that's funny. I made a video about Gary Vee on why you should not make 64 pieces of content a day. And all the <laughs> Gary Vee uh, old fanboys were going absolutely insane in the comments. Oh. You have no idea what you're talking about. Why would I listen to you and not Gary Vee? Yeah. And then I would look on their page and I would fry them alive back because I don't take it in the comments. I give it back. Yeah. They're like, um, uh, why don't you do this? You need to post all this. Um, so I said, uh, Bob, you have three posts your foreheads in all of them like <laughs> dude like what are you doing you're not listening to anything he says first yeah. of all um so yeah it's just it's fun to to dish it back in the comments because people if you have a lot of followers people don't expect you to reply or see your comment or you see everything yeah so it's just fun to to dish it out back sometimes even though so my one recommendation would be don't insult gary v on social media because his little fangirls will try to come at your head oh i know fight fight them back it, it's so wild how like he has truly grown a celebrity type fan base in the business world and I, there's not anyone else really like that it's because i think he's trying to fit into the trends and trying to be like a kid still because he's on every platform and kind of elaborates and only talks to the younger audience it's it's, yeah, it's, he, it's funny he literally just has a his finger on trends at all times. Yeah. Gary, if you're listening to this, please, please use it in a video. And I'd, I'd like the exposure. Yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> that'd be, that'd yeah. be nice. So if you could give advice to a business looking to join TikTok, but is kind of sp- curious and not sure if they want to, what, what would you give them? I would say that you need to download the app first, set up your account, get your username and watch videos or consult with a professional because if you're not going to watch videos and you just post things from instagram if you just repurpose old instagram videos and post them on tiktok they're not going to do well if you repurpose any youtube video and post it on tiktok it's not going to do well so what you need to do is look at what's popular on tiktok watch videos so you know what the culture is on tiktok because it's different than other platforms And then you need to look at what you can do to match the trend. So let's say you're a watch company and then you see there's a trend going around for um, like, if you've been on TikTok, there's a chair trend right now where people will hold up their hand and then it's like a freeze frame and then people will go and sit on their hand. It's like a, like an editing trend, I guess that's going around right now. It's doing really well. So like a watch brand could basically set up like pretend to have a huge Rolex that you're sitting on, something like that to where people see that you're a watch brand. Oh, that's a super cool watch. I'm not going to see that on anyone else's page because that's a $60,000 watch. <laughs> and they're going to look at your page and see, oh, this is a really cool brand. Like I, they're a business, but at the same time, their content is like real and it's relatable and it's just fun to watch. So if you're like a, a watch or like a car dealership, if you need to use car related hashtags, post videos of the cars with their engines loud, sounding nice, or you can use videos of the car looking very, very aesthetically pleasing using popular sounds, add some editing, just have fun with it and test it out, but try to stay on trend. For sure. Well, that advice you've given, I, I think people listening to this podcast should definitely look into the app because it's very insightful personally to me. And I want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. It was a really interesting conversation and you had really good points to make. Do you, if, if there's anything else you want to state or if you want to plug any of your work, go ahead. I would say that with TikTok, just, just 
just do it as Shia LaBeouf said, just do it or Nike. <laughs> but um, it's a super fun app if you if you take it the right way. If you go from being a consumer of videos to starting to make videos and make content that's unique to you, unique to the people that are watching it, you can be very, very successful on the platform. And it's super fun to have a huge following. Um, it seems kind of not real sometimes. So it's just super fun if you have fun with it stay on trends and just have fun with it. Like I said, for the ninth time. That's what it's about. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Callan. Thanks Thank for joining. You. I really me. enjoyed it.